Timu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got one of those those stencils, George. The uh, the goatee stencils for a dollar. Wait, wait, that's a fucking stencil. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, listen, bro, listen, listen. When you're young like you, the hairs just agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like the hair, you know, my hair used to just and just come off. Now the hairs get more stubborn, and my shit and my and my my uh, my goatee will be like this sometimes, and I'm like, bro, it's it's time. We gotta we gotta actually get professional about this thing. What's going on, sports fans? And welcome back. We are live. We are live, George, on Instagram. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Instagram. Shout out to Instagram for finally, finally making this easier. Shout out to each of you guys for tuning in. If you're catching the show for the first time, welcome. Uh, we are live. This is Josh Williams. This is the American Fan 365 podcast. And, uh, you know, Welcome to the crazy hilarity and nonsense that spews out of my mouth and, and sometimes the bearded one in the back. Uh, I, without further ado, I have to introduce George Carmona. George, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. The fact that Instagram can do this now, I'm like, oh, my mind. It Because Instagram, it's not that hard. And it's going to be the same with TikTok. They're not the, – the simplicity that Instagram put into this, I'm going to clip this up to him and send it to him. God bless you. God bless you, for real. <laughs> All right, we, we we appreciate you and uh, and uh, yes yes this uh, this definitely does make things a lot easier. Uh, this won't make making clips any easier. Jesus Christ! Shout out to all the content creators out there. Uh, if anybody understands the struggle, is this guy right here? Because best believe when you got a full time life, this clipping stuff is the worst thing in the world. I swear to God. But we're getting we're, it figured out. <laughs> we're slowly but steadily uh getting better at it i do apologize george i have to say on air for being a little bit behind uh the the new dog miss nova she she requires certain things before she, before i leave or else there's hell to pay so uh that's what happened and then uh shout out also george to the super bowl commercial that you mentioned after our after our super bowl episode uh timu yeah uh yeah, I got I got one of those those stencils, George. The uh, the goatee stencils for a dollar. Wait, wait, that's a fucking stencil. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, listen, bro, listen, listen. When you're young like you, the hairs just agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Like the hair, you know, my hair used to just and just come off. Now the hairs get more stubborn, and my shit and my and my my uh, my goatee will be like this sometimes, and I'm like, bro, it's it's time. We gotta. We gotta actually get professional about this thing, and so that is so good, Josh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, a dollar, best clearly, dollar ever spent. Yeah, yeah, I need that shit for like the the bald spots on my head, dude. <laughs> it's racing right now. Like this is not good. Oh man, man, all right. So wait, do you do hymns or any of that stuff? Do I do hymns? Yeah, hymns or, no, or I, bro, you got it. Look, it's always about keeping what you have. That's what they always say. You oh, keep I know, what you but have. See, that's why I, I disguise up top, and then I just let the back just. Kind of <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, Those fucking curls are luscious. The, all right? the, uh, the appearance of hairs is what we're is what we're going for right now. <laughs> yeah. This is the equivalent to like those uh, visors that have the little fuzzy hair on top. Except oh, oh my I just God. have the trucker in the back. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started. We'll start off in football news. Uh we're gonna go around the world in sports, but uh we're gonna start in football news. This is this is the only football story I have today. Thank God. I'm I'm so ready to move forward with sports. Listen, this show is about all sports, and I swear football dominates dominates the conversation. So yes. uh but but we've got to talk about former league MVP Cam Newton was involved in a fight. Uh, uh scratch that. Cam Newton was jumped. <laughs> yes. At at a youth football event there was actually money on the line George um and he was jumped by it this happened in Atlanta this past weekend um it was he was jumped by members of his former coaching staff because Cam Newton I guess has a football what? program yeah I didn't I didn't put that in the show flow I was like I I got this off of the Atlantic shout out to the Atlantic for all the the detailed analysis that they threw out there but um but yeah he um it, it basically was like an AAU tournament it wasn't I don't think it's AAU for football but it was like AAU equipment and yeah. so these two men that jumped him used to be coaches under Cam Newton's program. Um, they now, I guess, either started their own program or, or part of another one. And um, their team beat Cam's team. And there was a lot of trash talk and some words were said. And then this happened. Oh, no one recovering. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's that's. That's not good. That's not what we want. You know, uh, as RG3 said, they didn't even move his hat, which was the the funniest part of the whole situation because I was saying to myself, um, man, they must have said something about the hat. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way that his hair sticks out the top of the hat, it just it's stable there. I, I don't see how it would fall off, really. He he has it custom made with a hole on top. Um, <laughs> it's like that is the uh, fedora equivalent of a visor, <laughs> like, like where you can still have a little bit of flow going. Oh, um, my goodness. As, as my dude, guys in New York would say, uh, he's uh, he, he pulled up with no ceiling, with, with his ceiling missing is what happened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he pulled up with his ceiling missing. Is that what the top off means? Well, yeah. Is that... The <laughs> No, uh, no. Shout out to uh, oh, man. I'm trying to think of my uh, the voice of my city. Uh, uh, basically, one of the commentators of Rucker Park. When I was at Rucker Park for the TBT, one of the guys that actually went to Hampton, um, he was balding, and so every time he got the ball, he was like, he pulled up with his ceiling missing because <laughs> he was bald up top. So there's funny. no ceiling. There's no ceiling up there. So, I get it. I get it. So now. yeah. So Cam has no ceiling in that hat. Cam Newton is tough. Who would want to jump that guy? When I saw that clip, I was baffled the, at the fact that he he threw the guy. What a poor jumping attempt! <laughs> like that jumping attempt goes to show only one of those guys was committed to the jump. Yeah, <laughs> and he got fucking demolished. <laughs> it was trouble. It was trouble. But um, you know, I have to say. Uh, man, it, it, it sucks. I can tell you from experience, you know, well, and first off, you know, remember almost two years ago now, Akib Talib's brother, uh, I believe it's uh, ya Yaqib or Yakub, shot a coach, an opposing team's coach, killed him, and is now doing 37 years in jail. 
So these things do escalate. I, I can I can speak to my own experience as a coach. Um, you know, I've had to I've had to go the long way to my car a couple times. Um, you know, uh, actually out here in Vegas, this happened. Uh, you know, listen, in the heat of battle, especially when it comes to kids, man, like I'm cool. You can say whatever you want to me. That's no big deal. When I got in into it and it was about to get physical and apparently the other coach was a gang member. I didn't know this at the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, he was saying things about my children and all oh, this B isn't this and, you know, trap that B and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yo, what are we doing right now? And then he was, and then it wasn't, it didn't help him that he was like five, six. I was like, bro, like I will suplex you right now. Like you better calm down with all this stuff. I'm calling time out, cursing, cursing him out, cursing my girls out that they're even allowing this to happen. So like it can escalate. So I do understand how these things can happen. Um, But you, you just hate to see it because as we've seen, you know what I mean? And I'm sure Cam got people in his crew with guns and other people got crew. This is Atlanta. There's people out there that got guns. So this could have easily turned into something much darker and much sinister very quickly. A hundred percent. Well put, Josh. Well put. That is an accurate takeaway from this is that youth sports has gotten too crazy. Yes. It is. It is no longer a development. Let's go have fun. It is a it's a business, bro. Thousand percent business. Thousand percent. Probably one of the biggest. I would say it rivals. I'm going to look this up. Well, well, no, no, no. You're you're a thousand percent spot on. I can tell you. I can tell you personally. These daggone AAU basketball tournaments are clipping six figures a weekend. If they're if they are big enough, like if like okay, I'll put it to you this way. All right. Guess guess the global market for youth sports. I can't see it. Well, it's a, does that say three hundred and seventy-five billion? It says thirty-seven point five billion oh my, U.S. dollars still. in twenty twenty-two. Wow, that's insanity! And look, and and it's in. I can tell you personally, bro, that's a thousand percent spot on. It's I've I've witnessed it. I've gone to tournaments where it's literally two hundred plus teams. Like when you go to Cali, if you go to a basketball tournament and it's over at uh, I forget the name of it, but it's over in Anaheim by Disney World. They have a um you know a huge gymnasium that's probably has like 30 courts and every last one of those courts is filled. You know what I mean? And man, like bro, it, it, each team's paying four or five hundred dollars. Every parent's gotta pay to get in. Yep. You know what I mean? The 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 gym is packed. You, oh, you're paying for parking too, like all of those things. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's for, uh, big money. For just reference, the NFL made eighteen point six billion dollars that year. So youth sports wow. doubled uh, what the NFL made. That's... So it's yeah. Hey, sip it. Oh, oh, I missed it. There we go. You got to sip. Interesting, interesting. Crazy, crazy. Um. And, and and remember, that's just basketball. We could talk volleyball for for women's athletics, for female athletics. Um, my nieces, before they got to Georgetown, they were freaking at, at volleyball tournaments every weekend, every single weekend. So you know, it, and, but think about also the money it brings to different like small cities, like Corona, California. There's always a lot of tournaments out there. All the hotels in that area. All their prices spike because everyone's in there booked. I'm paying $300 a night to stay in the days in. Like, what the heck am I paying $300 a night to stay in the days in in Corona, California? Yep. That's all because of AAU. 
So it it is a you know I mean that that thirty seven million that you're talking about it it actually blows bigger than that. But man, I did not mean to talk that far about that. Uh, just kidding. We had one more thing uh, from the NFL side of things. Um, man, George, Caleb Williams, J. Jaden Daniels, the the Heisman Trophy winner, will both skip the uh, the performance aspect of the scouting, the NFL scouting combine. I just have to say, I hate this. I hate this more than anything. Um, it's just not to me what competition is about. If I'm the number one pick, or I'm the number two, or three, or four, or five, whatever pick I feel that I am, that means I'm gonna go prove it. I'm gonna go like show you. I don't have to do it at my pro day where things are all perfect for me. I'll do it with like like Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, like they at least showed up. They would run just to prove something like, oh, okay, you want to see me run? All right, cool. Here it is. Four, two, two. You know what I mean? Like go just go, go be that guy. Don't hide in plain sight. They aren't working with any injuries that we know of. Now, if it's injury related, God bless. But yeah, what what do you think on on that on them skipping it? It's disgusting. I want to see you throw a football in shorts and no pads. Let me see it. Let me feel your your athletic prowess. I feel a lot of quarterbacks' draft stock goes up in this type of situation. I've been on this since I saw the first college football playoff game, and I know he had a crappy, crappy performance in a national title game. Michael Penix Jr is going to soar hmm. in this NFL combine state. His pro day, everything that Michael Penix Jr. does in a shorts and a t-shirt is going to look unreal, right? Hmm. Partially because it's like the lefty uh, you know, brainwash where it's like, whoa, everything seems reversed, but it's all like, you know, yeah. amazing what he's yeah. doing. So on top of that, he's just going to test through the roof. And I, I guarantee you, by not doing those things, their agent is too far in their head yeah. because NFL teams change their mind, right? Like, do you think any of these picks are set in stone? Uh, listen, I, I personally don't like, I don't really, I don't know, man. Like it, people it, change it, their minds. I, well, well, I'll say, I'll say this. And I said this to a gentleman over the weekend that was a Cubs fan actually um, about when he was asking me about Caleb Williams. Cause he was asking me if I was a, if I was a bears fan too. And I was like, no, 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 I'm a Redskins fan. And um, he was like, oh, so you, you want Caleb Williams then? And I was like, actually, I'm, I'm good with Sam Howell. And he was like, really? And I told him, I was like, go look at Bryce Young's stats from this season and then go look at Sam Howell and you tell me why I'm not excited to possibly keep Sam Howell. Like Bryce Young looked like hot trash juice, but he was the number one pick. And the only thing that, that's stopping the Panthers from – Getting another quarterback is because they just burned one on the number one pick that they've got to, you know, tether themselves to. Sam right. Howell was a fifth round pick, so oh, we can just cut bait. And I'm like, we don't have to. You've got a you've got a kid that actually is still young and can be developed, versus burning a pick and then still having a trash O line. Right. Like, I don't know, but um, yeah, I I it's just I don't yeah man yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. I think to your point, I think Penix um, will he I think he'll test well. I think he'll interview well um, because he has nothing to lose. Do you understand what I'm saying? These other dudes, they're trying to protect themselves. And in protecting themselves, you end up almost looking bad in some ways. Caleb Williams, I don't want to go to the Bears. I don't want to. You already are. You're already kind of putting yourself out there as a problem. 
So you better, better be gangbusters from day one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no. This, uh, they're going to go high. This is the only reason why they make these choices because the agent already knows like you're going to have a certain amount of uh, cash guaranteed. But mm, mm. yeah, be an athlete, you know, being out like you're only going to be young for so long. You don't want to regret the moments of like, oh, what? You I know. didn't have that moment. Right. Right. I didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like to your just to your point. It, these are these are the moments that it, okay I'll put it to you this way if you had asked these same two kids their freshman years of college man would you like to go to the combine when it's all said and done of course they would so now that the combine is here and I have to protect myself now it's like oh yeah I, I can't go to the combine we you know we're, we're gonna just ride this thing out yep don't like it bro don't like it at all uh Miss Caitlin Clark is a Officially, George, 51 points from passing Pistol Pete's record of all-time points. Uh, she's also 267 points away from passing Pearl Moore's all-time collegiate record. That was, you know, back when uh, the small schools had a – they weren't all a part of the NCAA. They they had – I think it was the AWIW or something like that. Um, but that's, that's the all-time record for collegiate athletics. Um, I just have a question. Is this good for college sports? And I'll, I'll let you roll her clip. The impact that I can have on young kids and the people of the state of Iowa. I was just that young girl, so all you have to do is dream. And you can be in moments like this. I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. So, my thing, and this is this is you know you know listen. I always I'm always championing the ladies, and uh, and you know I think that it's really cool because she just broke. Uh, uh, shout out to Las Vegas Aces uh, own Kelsey Plum. She broke Kelsey's record. Um, but for me, I loved that Pistol Pete owned this record. Pistol Pete did this in three seasons. He had. 43.8 points a game, 44.2 points a game, and 44.5 points a game. Remember back in those days, freshmen didn't play collegiate athletics. They had to wait till their sophomore year. So he broke this record in three seasons. It took her four. Caitlin Clark, it, oh, excuse me, it took him, he did it in 83 games, also no three-point line. Caitlin Clark has done it in four seasons, 127 games, so almost almost a whole nother season's worth of games. Um, and her her scoring averages are 26.6, 27.0, 27.8, and 32.4 points per game, making four points, uh, four three-pointers per game throughout her college career. I think this season it's like six or seven, something stupid. But it's not the same. So it's like for her to break that record, I had no problem with her breaking Kelsey Plum's record. I thought that was really cool. But when you start breaking the other records that it's like, that's not the same record, I, I don't know. What yeah, do you think? all records are tainted. I, I This is my favorite new sports take that's going to forever just hit because they get way more opportunities. The game's completely different. The rules are shifted for more offense. Records, 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 yeah. which is amazing, right? Because like for her to do it uh, at Iowa of all schools, right? Yeah. Like just out of 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just not following WNBA or not WNBA, but college women's basketball like that. But it just seemed like this would have been broken at a UConn. Yes. Or a Baylor. Like for it to happen. Tennessee or, or, uh, you know, or now South Carolina with Don Staley. Right. LSU. One of the, one of the major Stanford, one of the major female powerhouses. You know, you know what makes honest, perfect sense about this is that Iowa didn't have that type of player. And Mm -hmm. in order to break a record like this, you need unlimited freedom. (laughs) You need the greenest green light (laughs) that we can find. (laughs) You need the coach to be like, your objective is to shoot the ball 45 times. All right. So make that happen. That's fair. That's so, so fair. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I just like growing up when I realized how dope Pistol Pete was at LSU, I was always like, Jesus Christ, 42, 44 points a game, bro. No three point line. That's crazy, dog. You are getting buckets. So to see that fall, it just hurts. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you. It just hurts. But shout out to her. Shout out to Caitlin Clark if she's able to make that happen over the next couple weeks. Our MLB segment today is brought to you by our friends at Coco Love, the beverage of choice of the American Fan 365. Head over to www.cocolovewater.com for your own case of coconut refreshment and use the code TAF365 for your discount on Hawaiian Beach Vibes. Hydrate with love. Drink cocoa love today. It's so good, people. The summertime's coming. You're going to want to mix alcohol with this. We all have a problem here in, in America. Don't act like you don't want to mix some some Malibu rum, uh, 151 rum. You know, <laughs> that song's going to be on repeat. You're going to be at the lake. Get some cocoa love before you go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, first things first. There will be more belly bombs in the friendly confines in Chicago. Cody Bellinger signs a three-year, $80 million deal to stay in Chicago. Only caveat is that uh, he's got opt-outs after the first two years. <laughs> so we could be doing all this again next summer, <laughs> trying to figure out if he's going to get some more money. But um, but $30 million this season, I believe it was $30 million next season. And then if, if he stays for all three in Chicago, $20 million the final season. Um, the Cubs are – it's the, the one good thing that it, this does for the Cubs, though, it gives us the flexibility with a lot of young players that are coming up. Um, it also gives Cody the flexibility to potentially go get that big last contract uh, that he's trying to get. Um, the danger, though, is if he reverts back to, you know, struggling – He's not going to opt out, and we're going to be on the hook for <laughs> another eighty million, another another uh, fifty million over the next two years. So um, that's the first thing. But uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see him back in a Cub uniform. You know, look, listen, listen. You know, first basemen aren't supposed to be making this play. He he usually plays center field. Um, and then I think I think you had a. You had a, you had a, yeah, yeah, boom, yeah. Those are the belly bombs. Belly bomb. Belly bombs, breaking scoreboards. Like, that's what I want to see in Chicago this year. And we will talk about that a little more as we go. George, let's just do a quick MLB preview. Um, We're going to go through each division and say who we think is going to win. So, first up, the AL East. George, who you got in the AL East? Can this finally be the year that the New York Yankees figure it out? 
Man, the Yankees need to be good for a lot of people to care about baseball. Mm. I think that was the toughest division in baseball last year. There was a lot of teams that outperformed what we expected. Baltimore yeah. Orioles being definitely one of definitely them. Definitely the Orioles. Um, but no, I'm I'm a believer in the Yankees. I went to my first Yankees game uh, like April of last year. So like there's a, a spot in my heart for the Yankees. They're going to win the division. Okay, I, I'm I'm going with the Yankees too. Listen, the the addition of Juan Soto uh, takes even more pressure off of John uh, Carlos Stanton. Takes some pressure off of Aaron Judge as well, not to just carry the offense because when Aaron Judge gets hurt. And now, you know, him talking about that toe injury that he has now that he's going to have to manage the rest of his career. Um, when he goes down, they have zero offense or they have to manufacture more. Now bringing in another big bat, now it gives more protection. You know, you always talk about protecting hitters and, and giving, you know, giving someone more opportunities to see fastballs and see their pitch because uh, they got to worry about the next person too. Um, I think it definitely does make that offense dynamic. So we shall see. Um, up next, the NL East. I think this one's pretty easy uh, outside of the Phillies. Um, you know, we never take the Mets serious because they're, they're just the Mets. Um, who else is in that division? Then the, the Marlins. The Marlins are the Marlins. So it's got to be the Braves. Um, you said the AL East? No, 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 the, no, no. The, NL. NL East, the NL, NL East. NL East, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still a believer that – the Phillies are are the team to, you know, really be beat in that division. I love Bryce Harper, and I think Bryce has got a level of postseason acumen that will help them when they need it most. Um, he's fallen short past couple of years, but I think this is a year that the the Phillies make a deep run. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe uh maybe NLCS yeah. type run. Yep. Okay. I like it. Um I yeah, uh, man, definitely. <laughs> We're over to the AL Central now. AL Central. I got the Twins. I got the Twins. Um, simply because the White Sox are trash. White Sox been trash. Um, the uh, you know who else is in this division? You got the, the Royals, in, the Indians, the Royals Indians. Been... Yeah, the, the Royals been bad for. I mean, since since honestly, since they went to Eric the World Homer. Series. They went to the World Series that yeah. one year. They had like a three-year spurt where they were really solid, and then they went back to sleep. So um, those two teams are always typically the bottom feeders. So then it's really just the Twins and the Indians, and it could go either way, but I'm, I'm going to probably stick with the Twins, depending on how they do at the beginning of the season when they're outside in the cold. Yeah, no, I'm expecting a big season from Mr. Sonny Gray, who they acquired last year, and if – you know, the Twins can find a good little rhythm here. This division is trash. Yeah. It's literal garbage, people. So <laughs> anybody, this is anybody's division. Give me the Twins. All right. Who you got in the NL Central, George? Ooh, if I say anybody other than your Cubs, would you be like, you're an idiot? No, uh, no, you know, listen, you're, you know, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. It's everyone has a POV, as yes, they say. Yes, well, my POV, I'm wearing, I'm wearing the red right now. I'm wearing the red. Elia De La Cruz for MVP. Put it in. Give me the Reds as a, a team that they're flying under the radar, very similar to the New York Rangers of last year. This year, I think they're gonna, you know, have a little bit more chemistry better pitching give me the cincinnati reds to win this division 
Wow. Okay. That's, that's actually really interesting. Um, I would say that probably the biggest issue that they're going to have is, is, uh, and we talked about this a few months back when he kind of was forced into retirement, the loss of Joey Votto. Oh, that's a, it. that's a, hu- I, know. I know you liked it, but it's a, that's a huge, like, that's a huge leadership, you know, deficit now. Like that's a, that's a huge voice in the locker room gone. Right. That you got to just create well, a new one with. Tell me a story in which you've heard a young guy saying Joey Votto has been an amazing mentor. I don't know, but he seems like I, a really I know, good guy. I know. I, but okay, so like I'm the same way. I'm not like deep diving to see, all right, how's Joey Votto's impact? If I'm being honest yeah. from, from my perspective that I've seen from him, I think Joey Votto's a I keep to myself all right, type of guy. And okay. I think, yeah, I, I mean, it could be completely wrong. And Joey, if I ever meet you in person, I, I'm definitely going to ask you. Uh, tell me about a time you mentored somebody. Uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, I am going, of course, with my Chicago Cubs, the North Siders. We are going to make a very, very serious run at it this season. Now, I said last season that I thought we were going to do really well. And we started off pretty hot, and then we got cold in May. And then we got red hot, you know, right around the All-Star break, right after it. Um, I think... You know, with the addition of Craig Council, um, as much as I hated it because I loved, you know, David Ross, Papa Rossi, um, we have probably the best manager in baseball with with a very solid team with, um, you know, now the the uh, uh, the addition of the, the Japanese pitcher uh, Imanaga. Um, I think, man, listen, if, if the rotation does their part, I think we're going to be solid because defensively we had, we had the the best middle infield in the league last year, statistically um, with uh, you know, with Dansby Swanson and, um, and, and uh, Nico, but um, man, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with my Cubs. I I think the Cubs get to 105 plus wins this season. Wow. Yep. Dude. I think if you guys can find Bellinger, a good little plug out there for that California I think you guys will get that level of Bellinger in Chicago. I, look, if, if we you want this Bellinger, he, I mean, look, he comeback player of the year last year, comeback player of the year. So if he's able to replicate that again, MVP, MVP ish, that you don't even got to be MVP, just be in the discussion. You're in the discussion, man. Yeah, we'll we'll be all right. Nico Horner continuing to play well, continuing to develop. Um, also, that that first baseman that we picked up from the Dodgers, the young kid. I'm I'm blanking on his name right now. I think it's Mike something. Um, we've got we've got a lot. We've got a lot. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in the AL West, George, I'm going with your favorite team, the Texas Rangers. You're still they're still your team because they made you a, a grip of money for free yeah. that you didn't deserve. So that's the team we're sticking with. Interesting. That's right. (laughs) Interesting way to put it. No, no, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, look, you you went to a World Series game. Like, bro, you are are tethered to this team. Who do you have in the AL West? They better have a good spring training, okay? Or else I'm off. (laughs) All right, listen. You got to prove it to me day in and day out why I should be your favorite MLB team. Um, Is it crazy to think that the Oakland A's – are going to have like a dummy good season and like their exit just out of spite. Wow. So I, I for example, in, in, their, in their COVID, in their COVID uh, stadium. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, here's the thing. There was a image of 
this fan rally that they hosted yes. uh, last last season. Last season, yeah. nobody's there. Then reverse boycott, I think they were calling it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> they they so, all showed up instead of not showing. And up. then they had their own this past uh this past weekend. They're chanting like, Let's go, Oakland. So I think uh Let's go Oakland comes back. I wish uh they brought back the uh when they brought their closer in. And I know each closer has their own music, but I've seen this clip on repeat. I keep forgetting what the closer's name is, but oh. they start dancing. What was the song? What was the song? I'm trying to, I can't, I know who you're talking about too. Yeah. Cause I did think that that was really, really cool. And I'm blanking on it as well. I cannot think of it. Dag. It, Cause there's only a few closers um, uh, that I, I think have had like really, really great entrances obviously the wild thing ricky vaughn oh from it was Major a league Bal balfour go, balfour go ahead rage. go ahead and pull up the clip balfour pull up, rage pull up the click yep here we go all right mm -hmm. i'm playing it yep Boom. you got to yeah you can crank it up too we'll we'll, we'll watch here it comes it's getting a little here it is i was gonna say it took up a few more pitches in banana for a half hour throwing ready to come in for ninth inning well you melt these moments Oakland, you ready for this? Oakland to win the A. <laughs> it's so dope. This right here, man, is what sports is all about. This is it. <laughs> Yo, that's intimidating, bro. Like that. Listen, listen. Yeah, that's so. That's so cool. That's so dope. Dude, they keep going even crazier. Just I, know, like, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's look, but look at the stands. Like they have great fans, man. I I hate that uh, that they're losing that team, like or potentially losing that team. Um, but uh, wait, and then uh, shoot, um, find me the uh, the the um, the walkout for um, uh, the the Mets pitcher. Oh, uh, um, trumpets. Yeah, yeah, Tommy trumpets. That one. That one. That one to me is so cool. It like, man, look. That one, Belfour. I dressed my Oh not not that. You, not ain't, that. you ain't getting that. Not all right? that. Not that. We don't want that. Uh uh. Um Well, this uh, is a sexy ad. I'm I mean, be it honest. is it, that... she she does look nice. Okay. Okay, here we go. And this is this is the actual real this is the actual real dude doing it too. As Edwin Diaz gets ready. Mr. Edwin Diaz. Looking for a save. <laughs> like just the energy like everyone like feeling him coming you know pause it's hey. just it, it is so cool it's it's so like here it is here he comes <laughs> That's bro, that's dope, man. That's like that's like man, look. Listen. When we talk about the American fan, like being a fan is a is a feeling. 
know what I'm saying? Like, more than anything else, you know, the reason that I love sports so much is because it honestly, you know, it, it can feel like a religious experience. The only thing that I can say outside of the way that sports makes me feel sometimes is, you know, your, your faith and actually like feeling it's a feeling that comes over you. And when you're in moments like that, when you're in a stands and everyone's going crazy and you feel everybody's energy around you all at the same time, brother, there's nothing like it. Like there's literally nothing like it. I love it. That's so good. Uh, A's. You got the A's. Give me the right. A's in a crazy comeback Cra season. Crazy, crazy season. They're, they're, they're going to pack the house. Uh, NL West, George, um, obviously, if you're going to spend a billion dollars on a team. You better win that division. <laughs> you, you better win every game. <laughs> like, listen, if you lose, especially if you get blown out, like say the, say the Dodgers get shut out, like – Half the stadium needs to burn every time. Like every time they be like, oh, the, the left field stands are on fire again. Like they Shut need out. to burn it down. No, if you guys don't score a run in the first three innings, like <laughs> one time through your lineup is a run. All right. Like you guys should be scoring at least three a game. Mayhem. Mayhem ensues. Um, yeah. So, uh, but George, who's your surprise team of 2024? Yeah, 2024. Oh, dude, I think I just kind of like hit the nail on the head. I did mention the Reds, but I think that this is a year in which you're going to feel the Oakland A's. And you know what? I, I'm saying this just out of a feeling, but let me just dive into the roster here a little bit, all right? Scott Alexander from Santa Rosa, California. Stud, all right? <laughs> no, baseball seriously has a problem. The, I, I don't know a single player on the A's team, but they're going to make me know. They are going to make me know. Yeah, no, bro. Not even a, a single. All right, I'm going to show the people. If you know one of these people. <laughs> and you're not a family member. <laughs> let me know, all right? Stand up. Yeah, That's if they so if, if, if they pull that together, bro, man. Especially Fans because. Fans mean a lot. Yeah, look, energy means a lot. You know what I mean? We, yep. We've seen it in, in movies. We've seen it in, uh, you know. Uh, angels in the outfield and and all those different things. They need to have a, a Disney type season. That's that's the kind of season that that the uh, the A's are gonna have to have to pull that off. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, my surprise team. I'm gonna just go with my Cubs. Missed the playoffs last year. You know, made some moves. Uh, a lot of the young. You know, we have one of the top farm systems in the majors, and a lot of that youth is starting to come up. Uh, I mean, I, I've said this. I really feel it's about pitching. When the Cubs won, when we were really, really dope for that, you know, four or five year stretch, it really all started with the pitching. And if we can get back to having four legit starters that are all dominant in their own way, um, we're going to be a lot to deal with. You're, you're not going to just be able to sweep us or or win a lot of series. There's going to be a lot of fights. And I think all you look, all you're trying to do, like when we had Lou Pinella, all you were trying to do was just win two out of three. Yep. That was it. And if you can do that over and over and over and over again, by and large, by this season, you're going to have 90, 90 some wins. Yep. So I think uh, that's, I, I just think my Cubs are going to do it. Oh, Josh, can I hit you with one? Sure. Which star in the MLB, the very few of them, takes a step back this season? Step back? Mm. This is going to be, uh, this is going to be a little shocking, but uh, I think it's going to be Mr. Shohei Otani, uh, the billion dollar man. I, um, you know, uh, the first part of it for me, 
when you when you change, you know, he might not be changing a lot. He's not he might be changing just his zip code or his area code. But when you go from Anaheim where the expectations are quite quiet, frankly, to the Dodgers where all the lights are on you and everybody's talking about you and there's a lot more responsibilities both for the city and that state. Um that's a lot of pressure. That's that's step 1. But the second part Check, check out, take a look at this surgical scar on my man's elbow. My goodness. Like Hannibal Lecter himself was cutting this man. Like that is that was a that is a hatchet job. What is modern medicine doing? I don't know, but that's not modern medicine. That scar is is scarring. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally scarring. Is he like doing the guy thing where it's like, I, I don't need to put that cream on it? Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't need <laughs> I, the coconut oil, yeah, screw that. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll get better. I, chicks love scars. You know what I mean? <laughs> throw, throw some, throw some coconut, throw some cocoa love on there. Throw some cocoa love on there. That's that's. I mean, Josh, man. that is just—it's a gnarly one. It looks like a boomerang on that man's elbow. Yeah. So I, I personally don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent. So does that mean forever he's not going to be the same? I don't. I don't. I won't go that far. But um, I think year one. It might be a little bit slower going than you know we're we're preparing for. Who do you have, George? Star that takes a step back. Give me Jose Altuve for his first bad season in literally his entire career. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know. He's he's getting up there. He's experienced a lot of baseball, but you know he's also one of those players that even if he takes a slight decline. It's going to be like noticed on a monumental scale because everyone's expecting Altuve 300 and to crank homers. Uh, yeah, I, I envision a slight step back from him. I feel the longer you're in the league, too, it, you know, pitchers figure you out. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just throw that out there. I mean, you said Shohei was going to be down. Yeah. So any star fade the superstars fade Jose. Okay. Getting older, that's 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 for sure. Definitely getting a little older. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I pray the Astros are trash. I just pray bad things for that organization. <laughs> um, all right, switching gears briefly over to the NBA, and uh, I wasn't even going to have an NBA segment, but after we posted uh, we posted our clip talking about you know jo- you know uh, LeBron to Jordan and and Mahomes to Brady and you know who's closer to being the goat and those things. You know, a lot of comments happen, and then, then of course, the DMs happened, and and uh, my 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 main man Brandon had to jump in the DMs and start spewing his venom about my Jordan, and I'm tired of the Jordan slander, George. So you know, because the because the, the slander last night was, oh, you know, Michael didn't see double teams and all this other stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, so we got to go to the videotape. So we're gonna we're gonna watch just a just a couple quick clips of Michael Jeffrey Jordan being attacked by double, triple, and sometimes quadruple teams and still getting it done. And and so when we talk about today, when there barely aren't any double teams really because of the spacing and all that kind of stuff, um, like what he could really do in today's game. So go ahead, George, I'll let you roll the first clip. Now remember, this is young Michael. So this is what young Michael does versus the double team. All right, here comes the double. Oh, okay, cross over, get to the middle. Skookoosh. Uh, all right, we'll go ahead and roll that back. Yeah, all right, all right. Oh, okay, Charles, all right, pivot back. Oh, Trent Tucker, middle, bucket. 
Let's go ahead and keep on pushing. Oh, okay. Detroit, all of you, <laughs> the whole team, the whole team, we're going to go one on four. One on four. Okay. All right, here we go. Mm, pull up, no angle, sploosh. It's buckets. Okay, here we go. Got, got him again. Mm, that's, a, that's a problem. Now look at this tightrope. Jesus Christ. And that's on Patrick. Patrick's in there. Oh, no, that wasn't Patrick. That's Sixers. My fault. Ooh. Mm. We're going against everybody. But so young Michael, everything's to the basket. We're downhill constantly. We're attacking. I got to show you that. Okay, that's on three people, George. Okay. All right, so that's 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 young Michael. We're going to go later on his career. Um, old Michael began, that's when it started being more fadeaway. He would only drive to the basket if he had to. I didn't have to. My footwork and my, and my, and my, and my shooting ability is much better. So this is 45. That's 45, Jordan, when he first came back. That's Alonzo Mourning. That's three, three Hornets all at once. Okay, yep. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Alonzo, Muggsy Bogues, Jesus all of them. Christ. All of them. Okay, here comes Shaq. Yeah, okay. That's Shaq. Yeah, fade away. Mm. That's, that's, that's in some 11s. I got my 11s on my feet right now. There's the reason why. Okay. Post up. Roll baseline. No angle. Net. Mm. Hold on, Josh. Can I can I interject right yes, here? Yes, of course. Uh, what do you think LeBron would have done for like about seventeen of those highlights? Bully. Uh, or or kick it out to the fucking corner. That's it. Right. That's it. Yes. Yes. All right. We can continue going, but I was okay. just like I was like envision LeBron in fair, this situation. Fair enough. Okay. Back to business. Uh, all right. Here it is. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Two people. Okay. Come on back. Baseline. No angle. So Splat. quick, dude. So much quicker than this is ninety-seven. People give him credit for. Oh yeah, this is four three forty. He was a four three forty. Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Footwork. Scooch. My, so man, that's, was, my man was doing the cha-cha that's, slide. That's uh that's that's just a, a a little taste of of what Michael did uh to multiple defenders. Now again, when you talk about today's game, where you don't see people just running at people like that or get the ball out of his hands, like, bro. Come on, man. And you can't touch him. You can't foul him. He's going to the line. Jordan's hitting 87, 85% of his free throws. Like, bro, he's averaging 40. Move along. Most uh, <laughs> All right. Let's switch gears over to NCAA, and we'll, we'll end the show on this. NCAA basketball. Uh, but up first, March Madness is right around the corner, so you know what that means here at the American Fan 365. It is Jersey Jam time. You see I'm rocking my Georgetown Hoyas. This is my brother's jersey. Uh, Jerome Williams, when he was at Georgetown, number 42, probably one of the greatest jerseys of all time, and I'm still mad that Jenks didn't pull it out last year. He wasn't doing enough promoting to get these votes. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, remember, 64 slots just like the tournament, just like the NCAA tournament. And I'm actually going to do something I thought about earlier today, George. Yeah, you can pull it up. I, I, I'm I, going to do something a little different this year. We're going to do something a little different this year. Um, I'm actually going to include NFL jerseys in it too, NFL Ooh. college. So it could be any kind of jersey that you like. 
for football or basketball. Soccer? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Maybe moving forward, we gotta we gotta get more of a, a international fan base. Yeah, yeah. Soccer, that dude, he's he's just gonna lose. It's like, bro, that's a that's a sucker bet. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. That's not gonna get it for you. Sorry. <laughs> not with this audience. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. <laughs> it's not the way to win. Um, but but yeah, sixty four slots, daily and weekly showdowns, six total games to win a autographed jersey of your choice. So the jersey that you pick, you will get an autographed version of whoever, you know, the main player was from that team. Um, Last year's winner, John Vu, one of my first children that I ever coached, uh, he took home the autographed Charles Barkley Rising Sun jersey uh, from 93-94. So which jersey will win this year? Remember, you're activating your friends and your family to vote for your jersey. Um, so each day we'll just do a, a, you know, each each time there's a matchup, you'll I will of course alert you, but um, but basically you'll be getting your friends and family to vote. Hopefully, follow the page. Uh, we actually got I mean I, I want to say last year during uh, during this time we got like 200 followers. Oh yeah. So it was it was a it was a very very big thing. So so shout out to each of you guys for being a part of that and hope that uh that we can do that again and replicate that again this year. Um but uh but yeah. So stay tuned, DM us if you'd like to enter. Uh remember the earlier you DM, the earlier you get a better jersey selection. Very true. Yeah, I got screwed out last year. <laughs> what was I your what was your jersey? I can't remember. Um Oh. You had like the Spurs or something. No, no, no. I think I had like the Hornets Did jersey. You? Yeah. Oh man, why am I forgetting? Oh, bro, I'm trying to tell you. That's been a year, dog. This has been a full year. Been yeah. a full wraparound. I was really excited when we got to this. Uh, you know, when we got to this again, I was like, wow. All right. Got yeah, to start no, to see true. some. Start to see some things repeat. That's no, actually really sure. dope. But uh, but let's take a look. At um at the current top ten in men's college basketball, so we'll just take a quick a quick gander at that, um and you know kind of give our little take takeaway before we get out of here. So up first we got the UConn Huskies, last year's uh, national champion. They are twenty five and three. The Houston Cougars, number two, are twenty four and three. Uh, per, the Purdue Boilermakers are twenty five and three. The Arizona Wildcats, that's crazy. I know all these daggone nicknames off the top of my head. <laughs> I really had to stop and think about that. The Arizona Wildcats are 21 and 6. The Tennessee Volunteers are 21 and 6. The Iowa State Cyclones. Yes, George, I knew that one too. They are they are 21 and 6. Ooh, shoot. What is Marquette? Dang. What is Marquette? The Marauders, my friend. Ooh, George with the backup. Yes, sir. Shout out to the man in the back. The the Marquette Marauders are twenty one and six, the Duke Blue Devils are twenty one and six, and eighth in the in the country. The Kansas Jayhawks, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, are also twenty one and six, and the UNC North Carolina Tar, Tar Heels are twenty one and six as well. So since I have not watched a minute, literally a minute of college basketball, because my Georgetown Hoyas, these these guys right here, uh, they wish that. They could be doing as well as these teams did. <laughs> uh, since they're so bad, they are legit trash right now. Um, and going into uh, going into March Madness, George, I will give you my philosophy on how to bet March Madness. Ooh, I'm it's excited. Very, very easy. 
you bet, especially if you do not know. If you don't know and you're taking a guess, you bet the coaches. Mm. You bet the coaches. So that's actually I, a strategy I'm willing to look into this year. I will. I'll. I'll. I'll, ba- I'll back that up. So let's go back and just look at the top ten again. So out of the top ten, I only have three that have the potential to make a deep run, uh, and that would be Kansas. Yep. Bill Self, UConn. They obviously just won. Uh, uh, Dan Hurley. Remember also Dan Hurley. Um, actually, no, Bobby, Bobby. But anyway, comes from basketball family. Comes from his dad, Bob Hurley, was uh, was uh, is in the Hall of Fame now, Basketball Hall of Fame. Um, one of the greatest high school coaches of all time. Uh, his son, Bob, excuse me, his brother Bobby played at Duke, uh, won national championships with with Mike Shashevsky. So he comes from that. That is his basketball lineage, uh, and they just won last year. So that's two. And then North Carolina, Hubert Davis, same thing, comes from both he played in the league, but then also played at UNC. I can't remember if he won a national championship, but he did make it to, made some deep runs and has now also made a Final Four. His his record, Hubert Davis, in March Madness is 5-1. and one. Um, Bill Self has been to 24 appearances in March Madness. He is 56-24. and 24. Uh, and then when you look at Bob Hurley, uh, excuse me, Dan, um, Dan Hurley, he is now eight and four in March Madness with a title with a title. Now, when you look at all these other guys, so, okay, we'll just go down the line. Kelvin Sampson, very solid, has had his own issues off the, off the court. With the team, is that Houston? Yes. Houston as a coach, solid 24 and 19. So he's a mixed bag. They probably will do solid. They might even make a Final Four run or an Elite Eight run, but you don't. I don't see them winning. Uh, Matt Painter from from Purdue. Who? Yeah, no, that's 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 a no go. Yeah, just the biggest colossal March Madness falls of all time. Yes. Yes. Uh, Arizona Tommy Lloyd. Who? Two and two. Get him out of here. Uh, Tennessee Rick Barnes. Solid 27 appearances in March Madness. He's been coaching. Rick Barnes look old now. I was like, dang, Rick, Coach Barnes looking old. Um, he actually, uh, one of my kids that I coached, he went and played under Rick Barnes. Um, but uh, one Final Four appearance. So he has the makings of making a deep run, but I, I probably only see a Sweet 16 just because Rick Barnes always messes it up somewhere. Um, TJ Otzelberger, who? From Iowa State, he's two and four. <laughs> so he's lost more than he's won. So expect Iowa State to probably even take an early upset. That's a first round or a second round upset just based off of the history of the coach. That coach doesn't know how to make the adjustments in this time of year. Agreed. Um, Marquette, Shaka Smart. He ain't been right since he grew his hair out and, and looks like a mushroom now since he left VCU. So he's eight and ten, but a lot of that was a lot of those wins were done in that VCU run to the Final Four. And he's been losing a lot yeah. since those runs. It's it's the it's the haircut. It's if you can pull it up. Okay, pull, okay. What if? Okay, I get. What, I, I'm gonna pull it up. But what if Shaka goes bald uh, for the March Madness? Hammer Shaka Smart. Then then uh, Marquette's going to the Final Four. 
my cat's going to the final four. Those kids will immediately respect him more. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. What what is this? Well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, pull that up, George. That's yeah. That's that's the one. That's uh, yes, yes. That's that's the one right there. Yeah, yeah. That that right. What is Shaka? What is this? Like, bro, that's not even a fade. It, there's no blend. It's just hair, and then like, no. It's it's all bad. That's that's a bad look. That's that's. That's not that's not the uh, that's not the the dignified Dude, look we're going for. He goes to the barber. Just make sure you fade that in, like just a little bit. Like, can we go with a high taper on this? Can we just higher than that though? He he, he Think told high. He, I want it higher. He told him, "I want you to mess me up." That's that's what he, that's what he says every week. Every week he goes back. Uh, Duke John Shire, former Blue Devil, uh, only one in one in um, in in uh, his coaching tenure at Duke, and a lot of it I feel like he's following greatness. And that's going to take a minute for him to really usher in his brand of basketball and what Duke basketball looks for him um, and having his own, you know, trademark and, and feel to it. Uh, like I said, then we got Bill Self, uh, 56 and 24. I, I think Kansas makes a run at the at, at another title. Same. Same. Personally. Um, and then, like I said, Hubert Davis. So, uh, that's my field, George. Go ahead, give yours, and yeah. Oh, I mean, well, like field for or like how I'm planning on attacking yeah. the betting for this. I see. I always get confused with uh, all these little things that you get from ESPN website or like any bracketology, right? Where it gives you a short synopsis and it makes the team sound amazing. <laughs> Every team. It doesn't matter if they're a 16 seed, you know, <laughs> South. Alabama Central, you know, that you've never heard of. They'll make it sound like you should probably take them. Um, Number so one I in the country at, at, at three yeah. points attempt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yes. they shoot a lot of threes. They get hot. They're going to win. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> I, I always get fooled by those. So, you know, if anything this year, if I'm going to put a little bit of time and effort into it, it will be the coaches. Um, and I, I'm also a fan of new teams that have five transfers. Okay. Like, you know, just shocker teams that have gelled together throughout a season, but they were all somewhere else. Okay. You know, like, yeah. so they just accumulated infinity who, stones. Who was that? I feel like somebody did that last year. I 100%, I, I know exactly what you're Miami? saying. I can't remember who that was. Yeah. You're right, though, because that did happen. It was like, who are these guys? And they, like, literally the whole team transferred. Yeah, yeah. I You'll, can't remember. You're right. Find those teams that have the graphic where it's, like, starters from last year, and it's, like, they're all bagging groceries, and then these kids are, like... <laughs> transferred in and their studs so i think that will be it um i'm also a huge sucker for winning your conference championship and that at least getting you one to two wins in the tournament okay like i think there is some stat out there that i i'll be willing to to find and maybe i'll tweet it or send it out to you on ig where it just says teams that win the conference championship winning the first round i'm pretty sure it's above 60 percent um so that's always uh a lock for me got it got it got it got it all right well i i think i have time george i gotta tell one story before we get out and i thought about it when i was thinking about bill self earlier so uh this back when i worked at the hall of fame i used to do the uh the koozie award uh the the nation's top point guard and so at the time the hartford was our sponsor the whole deal and so we would have conference calls um with different coaches um different uh you know, media members, um, former players like Charles Barkley was a part of the committee one year. Um, Dick Vitale usually was a part of the committee. I got a Dick Vitale story I'll tell another day. But um, 
So there's one year, I can't remember which year this was. It was either 2008 or 2009. Uh, whichever, well, you know what? It was whatever year Kansas had just won the national ta uh, championship. Tyshawn Taylor, I think, hit a big shot or somebody hit a big shot that won the, won the game or, you know, um, put them in position for a title. And so we're on the conference call and, you know, everything's going fine, whatever, whatever. And then halfway through the conference call, of like um, like hold sounds happened, and it's basically like the radio call of the national championship for Kansas, and it's blaring. It's like the fight song, rock, chalk, Jayhawk. Oh, and it, it, it's the they're national champions and all this stuff, right? The call is stopped. We cannot talk over it because it's like just it's basically imagine someone yelling on the other side of the phone, so you can't do anything, right? And um. And so we're like, we're calling, you know, we're calling Kansas because it's obviously Kansas because it's so it's it's coach self. So we're, we're calling uh, Kansas. Uh, we're calling his secretary. We're calling the, the basketball department trying to get coach self. Right. So this is going on for like 10 minutes. It's a long time. It's not like, you know, five, 10 seconds going on for 10 minutes. Right. Coach self gets back on the phone. My bad, guys. I had to take a piss. <laughs> he forgot. Oh. He put he put the call on hold, <laughs> and so the hold music happened, and then that wow. was and so and like there's other there's other coaches that are on the call, so like it's almost like a fu to all these other coaches. Like yeah, we just won. Like it was so good, absolutely love it. That's one of my favorite college basketball stories that I have. <laughs> so he did it on purpose. I, we to this day, anytime I see Coach Self. He he still hasn't owned up to doing it on purpose, but it's still funny. If, oh, yeah. if it was or it wasn't, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna get hold music for myself <laughs> of just like best moments for me on a podcast, and it's gonna be like you're listening to George Hold Radio or something like that, <laughs> you know. And then here are some highlights from the American Fan Three Six Five, you know, something like that. Here's some gridiron junkie uh, best moments. Yes, no, hundred percent. I. And then every call that I take forever, I'm just like, I'm going to put them on hold for a minute. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got. But uh, but thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Thank you guys so much. If you watch the whole live, we appreciate you. I don't know if you can share it with your friends directly on, on, on Instagram. If you can, that's dope. So do that. Uh, but please make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Please head over to the YouTube. Uh, I'm going to be doing my best to, to update that thing and get, get some more stuff out there as well on YouTube. But uh, appreciate each of you. Thank you so much to George in the back. Yep. And we will see you guys next time.